Thank What's up, you. everybody? What's going on, everyone? Welcome to CMFB. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cozy Boots. We Cozy here today uh-huh. <laughs> with another episode. We got to start off with the introductions. As always, my name, one half of your co-host, is Darren, but you can call me Dad D Mob D Mobius. Dr. Mob MD with no fancy degree. DZ Montana and Durante Swing. B-Boy Super Rock, the beat so clean. Carl to Mr. D, Mob D, and the first name last of all, Dirty D. But you just call me there. Okay. And the hey, other well, half hello. of the CMFB team. I'm sorry, I always have to do a dance. Yeah, <laughs> my name is... <laughs> My name is A Love, aka A Love the Poet, aka your mother's favorite poet, aka um just another black person here in America. And I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> aka I eat kids snacks. The kids snacks. Yeah. The kids applesauce, snacks the graham all crackers, of all, of, all that. of that. Yeah, of it's that. gone. I'm going to. <laughs> We have a special guest, very special guest here today. We have uh, just to list some of his accolades here. The voice of face on Nick Jr. Um, he's been in some of your favorite anime, including The Promised Neverland, Hunter Hunter, and Demon Slayer. And uh, also made his directorial de- debut in Supercilious. So... Please give a warm welcome round of applause to Mr. Cedric Williams. Thank you so much. And I, I, must, I must say, you got bars for me. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank appreciate you. it. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, love, I love that dance you did. <laughs> My little dance. <laughs> How are you, Cedric? I'm great. I I am so blessed to be here. I am ecstatic to be here, and I'm so appreciative to be talking with you guys today. Same, same, same. I'm, we're we're definitely happy to have you here, especially on Black History Month, because this is an important month, uh, just for our people in general, and especially for someone like you who is in like you know the anime community and who does voice acting and voiceovers and. It's just good to have you here because I've heard people say so many times, like, I've never seen um, our people in voice acting. And I'm just like, oh, no, they're they out there, you know, and I think it's good that we're trying to expose that here today. Yes, definitely. Thank you guys for doing that. That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful. You know, representation matters because so many of our people love anime. So um, the fact that they're seeing us, you know, black voice actors voicing some of their favorite characters, uh, it like that representation really does matter because when you um, it, it might inspire you to get into voice acting, too. And you can probably have a like a stronger connection to a character because the person that voices that character looks like you. So, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, right been, it's been an honor to to be a part of the um you know, voice actors that are doing it right now in anime and cartoons. Like, I'm very fortunate. I'm, it's a blessing. No, no most definitely. Yeah. So, um, just jumping right into it, how did you get started, like, into voice acting? I mean, we, we know a little bit, but how, how did you get started, and how did you know that um, this was something that you wanted to do? 
I've been watching cartoons my whole life. I would watch Jungle Book uh, growing up, my mom would tell me, and I would imitate what I saw on the TV, Lion King, you know, cartoons like that. I grew up watching SpongeBob and just like Nickelodeon cartoons, Cartoon Network. And I just, I was like a living, breathing cartoon character because cartoons were my my <laughs> comfort, you know, because uh, uh, going to school, uh, you know, I did get made fun of a lot for my voice. Um, yeah. And um I, I talked very uh, proper and so cartoons were kind of like my escape oh, yeah. and so um, video games were too and anime well I didn't know that Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon were anime back then so I found out much later um, <laughs> so I've always wanted to do something in entertainment uh, I started off doing stand-up comedy when I was in high school back home in Kentucky and then um, I uh, came out to L.A after I graduated high school oh. and I wanted to do on camera acting. I still do. Uh, that's still on the table, but I didn't, cause I, I did, didn't really know that voice voice acting was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one day I saw a video on YouTube. It, it was like this, this guy, he made a, a voiceover demo and something just clicked. And like, he, he wasn't like a famous voice actor. He was just a guy who, uh, he was African-American. So I, you know, uh, resonated with me and he was doing these crazy voices. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I could do that. I've been doing that my whole life, you know, just for fun. <laughs> so then I started like, you know, I found out about voice acting. Um, I um, started doing research and found out that all the cartoons I love have somebody doing the voice. And I found out who, who these people were and that he did multiple cartoons. And then I just went down the rabbit hole of just like learning all these different things about the industry. Uh you know, I watch, uh, listen to, to podcasts, uh, watch interviews, um, listen to demos. And eventually um, I made my own demo and then I submitted that to a couple agents and studios. I eventually got an agent and then I started like getting work at studios, booked one job and then it sort of like, you know, snowballed from there. And now yeah. I'm here. The journey's still going, but, you know, I've been very blessed to have done a, some uh, awesome roles and I'm really appreciative of that. Oh yeah, you, you cool. got some great credits under your name yeah. already, and you're just just getting started. <laughs> I love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah, I I think that's cool. Like the fact that you just um just threw yourself out there, and oh, yeah. even though like you you did the research, you did your homework, and you just threw yourself out there into kind of just have like a leap of faith. It seemed like you just took a leap of faith on yourself. Yeah. And, um, spirituality is very, spirituality is very like uh, important to me. So I did trust um, in God. I trusted in just like because I came out to LA not knowing anybody. So it it mm-hmm. does take that leap of faith to come out to LA not knowing anybody, starting from ground zero and just like you know uh, build this career over time. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it's been a it's been a blessing. Man, that's crazy. So. When, when you were coming up, when you said you got made fun of, did you ever, how did you deal with that? Like, how did, how did you deal with um, getting made fun of and kind of being in your own world and creating this space for yourself? Because I know there are a lot of kids out there um, still who get made fun of for doing um, artistic things or doing things that are different or against the grain from what they are used to. Um, and even some adults who I know who are very talented and want to do things. Um, how did you kind of create a world to just 
be your authentic self in in in, in a sense. For me, uh, I attached um, emotionally to SpongeBob, and I kind of used him to like you know someone that I could relate to, um, mm-hmm. and I kind of use SpongeBob's like you know loud kind of obnoxious energy funny to like I became like the class clown I wasn't popular by any means but people did know who I was because I was funny I would try to like become the center of attention and pretty much I used the all the you know the bad stuff people were saying about me as fuel to like you know want to prove them wrong one day so um every time someone would say oh you want to be an actor oh whatever you're not gonna make it because I come from a very small town and like it's unheard of to like do something like this I mean we have a few actors from Kentucky like Tom Cruise I believe Johnny Depp is from Kentucky too if I'm not mistaken um Mm -hmm. but like you know you don't just when someone says they want to do this the average person would be like oh yeah okay because I mean for my small town all we do is go to church, get married and have children, you know, and live that small town, uh, that small town lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I, I just it was hard. I'm, I'm not going to say that it was easy. It, it was very difficult during that time. And just for the uh, young people watching uh, middle school, high school was temporary. Like some of those people that made fun of you, they're going to probably still be doing the same thing when you, when you're like doing your thing in the future, like you're successful, they're still going to be like, so they might be popular now, mm-hmm. but eventually like if you keep going and you don't let that, what they said, bring you down, you're eventually going to um, prove them wrong. So y'all always keep that dream alive. Bro, that just motivated me. God. Message. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm going to go do something. i'm gonna gonna go do something d what you got (laughs) yeah and so um i am really trying to make sure that uh (laughs) i kind of got myself together here um but no i'm i'm just blanking on everything right now it's good (laughs) you're among you're amongst friends you know we're all we're all family and friends here so I uh, uh, I was going to kind of riff off what you had just said, um, just being from a small town and everything, yeah. knowing what it means to just kind of take a risk and get out there and go yeah. for what you, you want to do. Because A-Love and I have kind of done the same things, yeah. um, being from where we're from. But uh, more of kind of what I wanted to ask you is what keeps you going, what inspires you to keep keep uh keep being uh yeah. going out there and being a role model for people. uh first let me reiterate from what i said earlier um if what you want to do is you know have a family you know like stay in a small town like yeah. that's completely okay I'm, I'm talking about like for the artists that have like the dreams of going to hollywood or new york or oh, yeah. dallas if you want to do anime like if that's what you want to do but you don't want to like but you're afraid to like branch out and doing because you think that you know because you're, you're the town you're from it, like that's all there is then what i'm saying is you can break out of that that that's what i wanted to reiterate like it's okay yeah. if you want to like live the, the simple life or or like the small town life like that's completely fine if that's what you want to do um so what keeps me going i set goals for myself um like one of my goals was to be an anime i did that uh work for nickelodeon i did that constantly i like to constantly keep on creating these goals and you know sometimes I don't 
sometimes I don't like congrats, you know, congratulate myself or, you know, uh, celebrate my, my victories because I have like this, all these huge like dreams, but, you know, sometimes I do look back on what I've done and I'm like, yeah, I did that, but you know, I'm ready for the next thing. So it's just that constant, like wanting to do more, wanting to keep growing in the industry that keeps me going and like having faith that no matter what dream I have is not too big. I can accomplish it. So you got a lot of drive there, young man. A lot of drive. <laughs> Thank you. It's the, it's the Capricorn energy. <laughs> I, I feel felt that. all that. I felt all that energy. Like I and I definitely want to just um, resonate with what you're saying, and also piggyback off with you know what D was saying was like because we are from the same. We're from the same place, you know, and just to kind of grow up into like an atmosphere where you see just the same thing over and over again it's just kind of like you it's like this thing in your mind you're like there has to be more yeah than just this. there has to be more than just this and um so often when you say you want to be an artist or you say you want to do this or you want to do that a lot of times people especially family members I feel as though they'll shut it down because they yeah. don't understand yeah and I had to I had to kind of like reiterate to my family sometimes I'm like you love Prince, right? They're like, yeah. It's like you love you, you love Prince. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, no one understood Prince, but he is arguably like one of the greatest musicians of all oh, time. Oh yeah, definitely. And he came from a small, you know, like a small type of family type thing. And I try to keep that in the back of my mind that just because you don't see people in your surroundings doing it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Or yeah, do something definitely. Different. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. It's, it's just that, you know, uh, breaking the norm, uh, thinking outside of the box um, mm -hmm. and just know, like, if no one in your family has ever done this, you get to be the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything is possible if you keep believing in yourself and just don't stop no matter what. There's gonna, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Um, and so that's why every day I'm just so grateful for what I've done, even though I haven't reached the pinnacle or, uh, you know, the goals that I've wanted, all the goals yet, I still, like, look at, you know, now I'm starting to appreciate, like, the, the victories I've done in the past, you know? it's Because a lot of people want to do this job, and, you know, sometimes you could take it for granted, like, what you've done so far, but someone would be appreciative of just one role or two yeah. roles. And mm -hmm. when the roles start, like, you know, kind of, when you start booking more roles, you know, you start to forget that each one you worked hard to get each of those roles. So you should be congratulating yourself yeah. for all your okay. victories because you did that. Yeah. Put yourself on the back. You, you did it. The gratefulness, the yeah. gratitude, yeah. The gratitude, that's exactly it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I guess the, the next question I wanted to ask is um, what is your favorite? I guess type of show to do is it kind of more of like the because uh, I know you said to do live action too is so kind of more where you know you have your body and your face there um, a little bit more voice acting or like the goofy voice acting roles where you're just being silly and all over the place like what do you Let's what see. do you like to do the most? I I really love the heavy dramatic stuff I haven't done that a lot I've done a little bit but. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, um, I've done like some video games where like the acting is like really dramatic. Uh, I love the funny stuff too, um, the high energy stuff. But I've really been wanting, been craving to do like a mocap for video game because that's a combination of oh, yeah. using your body and your voice at the same time. And they sometimes make the character look like you. Pretty much that whole character is your essence. And I would love to do that. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do it yet, but the video game, some video games I've done, I I got to really like dig deep um, and um, do like a dramatic role work and, you know, um, where someone can feel something. I mean, the yes. funny stuff too, because, you know, laughter is also an emotion. So that's good, you know, feel good stuff. You know, it's not, not everyone can be funny. So I, I <laughs> you know, I have that stand up comedy background and class clown background. So I love doing the funny stuff too. But, yeah, like there's something in me that really wants to explore that that serious, dramatic stuff where like when you hear that performance, you you felt that like, yeah, um, I had to do it a little bit with uh, Sindro and Demon Slayer. Sindro surprisingly a lot of people's comfort character because of his background of not being good enough for his father um, mm -hmm. and, you know, his older brother, the older Rengoku passing a Wait, no, I don't want to like spoil anything. Okay, the oh, older yeah. Rengoku, something fine. happening, something happening to the older <laughs> Rengoku and Sinjiro, like you know how he felt because he really looked up to his brother, and so um, and his father like abusing him and stuff like, but he's still trying to find his purpose. Like even though he's not as strong as his brother or a good swordsman like his brother, he's gonna find his own path. He's and doing his be best to try. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I, I know that when you said kind of when you were speaking on that character, like him trying to please his father and everything, it made me automatically think, what do you think is the big connection that our people, that African-Americans and people of color have with anime? Is it because that we can connect so raw and so, you know, and so heavy with these characters? Oh, yeah. Or it's because like in these worlds, that anime has created it's kind of like our own worlds like if you know like darren and i from birmingham you know oh and... i have family in mobile what oh, that's, oh, where I, that's where i was born mobile the connection, <laughs> the connection. that's awesome amazing the alabama <laughs> so like, connection so like if you say anything about like birmingham or like any places like that had heavy civil rights um activity in it or anything like that and you look at anime, it's just, it, it feels kind of like that world in some senses, but just a little bit more graphics, a little bit more prettier. Do you think that's how our people connect a little bit? Because like, yeah. we see a real world, but then we see anime and we're like, dang, bro, that's, that's kind of our world too. We we connect with, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the main, usually the main protagonist is the underdog and they, um, you know, they're the unlikely hero they go through so much they get stronger and stronger and as african americans we go through a lot of like adversity a lot of like you know uh a lot of um you know it could be racist things it could be we always have to prove ourselves we got to be we got to sometimes we got to work harder than everybody else and that's mm -hmm. usually what a main character of an anime is like a shonen anime in particular mm -hmm. we got to work really hard so when we see like goku like working out and like defeating Frieza and, and like, you know, um, and all these others uh, and Jiren and all these strong people 
he gets beat up at first and then he gets stronger and stronger. We see Naruto getting made fun of in his leaf village and then he becomes the Hokage. Uh, we see Deku not having any powers, and no quirks mm-hmm. at all. And then he eventually like is like All Might's uh, protege and he becomes really strong. So I think we connect to that because these characters are unlikely to succeed. And, you know, as black people, we sometimes don't have the opportunity to succeed, but we somehow always uh, come mm-hmm. out on top. If we have a dream, we there's something about us, our vital spirit, and that's the spirit that a lot of anime characters have, and we connect to that. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not sure if everybody connects to anime like that, but that's that's how I look at it. Um, that's that's my guess. And anime is just cool too. Like we like fighting we you know like the the fight scenes and the power-ups like it's cool to us yeah um, of course yeah and yeah and the environments too uh it's pretty to look at it, it's another culture um yeah I, i'm actually quite curious on like how like what how anime connects to different african-americans like but for mm-hmm. me it's the it's the main protagonist and how they overcome anything in their path and they get stronger. i feel like I don't know. I, for for me, I kind of connect in in that same way. But like, let's just take Attack on Titan for example. Yeah. As as the whole thing goes on, I feel more connected to the Titans, hmm. even though they run. The runs have me like when they just be running all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's me. I would run like that just because it's a Tuesday. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> It's like I attack, I I, I um, kind of find myself really connecting with the Titans because it's like they used to be someone. Yeah. And it's like, what's their story? You know, they're big and scary because when I was coming up, you know, like I'm I'm about six feet, five eleven, six feet tall, you know. And Are you six feet? Wow. <laughs> no, it's overrated. It's overrated. I don't like it. And <laughs> I wish I was tall. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Don't parade it. <laughs> and like when I was coming up, I was always the, the kid that was taller. I was always the girl that was taller and, and bigger than everyone. And so a lot of people didn't know if I was nice or if I was mean or something. And a lot of people didn't know my story. They didn't know who I was. And so being a Titan, you don't know their story. You don't know what's going on. All you know is that this person's the enemy. You just kill them. And then as time went on, you found out how they were developed and what happened and you kind of feel like this sympathy towards towards mm-hmm. them like that's sad you know it's really sad that you had to be put in this situation okay. and then yeah so yeah okay so what, what I, I see know. is so what I see is yeah. anime has such great stories that it mm-hmm. will appeal to somebody like even like because you would think people would connect more with like Aaron or Misaka Mikasa um but mm-hmm. you gravitated towards the titans see that's how good the storytelling is that like there's mm-hmm, something yeah. for everybody mm-hmm. to attach to and right. so we make it our story it's, it's a great escape like anime mm-hmm. is like because there's so many different types of anime and great stories that it will appeal to somebody black people we love our anime though so like we we especially love shonen anime oh yeah yeah i feel like i feel like black people just in general we love just any type of Asian like movies or something, yeah, when it, yeah. even when it comes to like lie, yeah. like the Wu like the Wu Tang Clan, they love them some you know some martial yeah. arts movies and stuff like that. And I'm just like, 
it's so crazy how we just have that connection with yeah. you know Asian culture and everything. And then when you look at the history of Asian culture and you kind of look at the history of African American culture, it's it's some differences but some similarities. So I yeah, can understand. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, D. Do you have something? I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that, that was a good good back and forth. I loved it. Yeah. Um, something that I, I did want to ask too um, was I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it because it's just kind of come up in my mind. Um, you do a lot of work uh, for children, especially, you know, with being face on Nick Jr. too. How important is it for you to connect or for these kids to connect with, you know, just your voice sometimes? And uh, what what role do you see yourself playing in kind of their lives um well face is a beloved character from the 90s oh, and yes. and uh it shaped a lot of young minds like i was a kid that watched face as well so when the torch was passed down to myself when i took on this role i knew the responsibility that i had so i make face sound as like the funnest the most caring and like just nurturing voice that I could think of, you know, face needs to have energy, face needs to have fun, face needs to like just create that environment. So like when kids watch face, they can, face is also really interactive. Like there's a lot of portions in the show where face will like, have, there's like a dance uh, portion of it where they get to dance the, at the beginning of the show to like, you know, get the blood pumping, just like, you know, <laughs> get the kids involved, get get them up and moving and then it's like a lot of singing portions uh like a lot of songs that are <clears throat> sing-alongs of remixes of nursery rhymes um and uh it's it's very i what, what i love about it is that um i'm just pretty much being myself you know using my like face is just a very positive energy a positive force and i believe that any kid that watches face will be inspired to like use their imagination and to like have a good time because that's what um because as we get older we kind of lose our like you know using our imagination because life hits us so you know the purpose of of me doing face right now is while they're young have them use that imagination as much as possible and believe that anything is is uh is possible so it is a huge responsibility, and like I, I was a little, I was a little nervous at first, but you know, I've kind of uh, face has become a part of me, and I, this role, I know for sure, like you know, as long as like face is around, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how how long I'll be faced, like hopefully for a long time, but kids will grow up, and they, when they see me when they're at a con, uh, as an adult, they'll be like, hey, I watched face when I when I was like a little kid, and thank you for that, kind of yeah. like how Chris Phillips the face 1.0 how he was uh how we look at him now from the 90s like how we appreciate him so i love it, it it's a it's a very it's very different than doing anime um because yeah. when i'm face i'm educating when i'm an anime character i'm entertaining um you know and it's more like grounded performances so okay i have a question that um I'm just very curious about because when I found out you were coming on, um, I was like, 
I wonder what he does with his throat chakra. Like, how do you keep your voice healthy? Like, what tea do you use? And I, I specifically <laughs> want to know, because I was in the grocery store and I was like, I wonder what tea he uses. You asking for the <laughs> secrets. Yeah, I want all the I want all the juice. I want all the juice. <laughs> my my personal favorite is throat coat. That's my go-to. Especially like when I go in the studio, like if a studio engineer says, Hey, uh, you want any tea or anything? I'm like, Yeah. Throat coat would be great because throat coat has like these natural, it's like a licorice sort of like flavor and it really soothes your throat. Um, you don't mm. even have to put any honey in it. Honey really makes it, it takes it to the next level, but naturally by itself, it's great. Um, and it's this other stuff. It's like a Chinese word. Uh, nim jong, nim, I forgot the name of it. It's a really long word, but it's like this kind of cough syrup, like throat syrup stuff um mm-hmm. it's like very like minty and it like if your voice is like not uh like working properly if you drink that stuff it will like come back to life instantly and <laughs> i i do um i try not to um talk as much um like or as loud when i'm not voice acting i like to i could be doing this more but i when I'm co- conscious of it i do preserve my voice by not talking as much or as loud so I take care of my throat chakra um, and I, you know, balance okay. it out and do, and do meditations um, to balance that okay. out. Okay. Do you do anything else like outside, like what, what do you, what are your hobbies or what do you like to do outside of voice acting? Outside of voice acting, I love to play video games. Uh, I got a PS5, mm-hmm. uh, just finished playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Great game. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of in the open world game. Uh, phase right now uh elden ring mm-hmm. you know uh i love games like the last of us with a great story that's my favorite game of all time right now is last of us part two. Oh yes love it um just got the one piece game uh i love rpg rpgs i love pokemon um i collect funko pops i have like maybe over 200 funko pops um oh i know someone who's got your beat really they got more than 200 <laughs> Yeah, Quisha's got your beat. Really? Oh wow! I'm going to see. I wonder if she posts her her pictures of of her Funko Pops on on Instagram. I'm curious to see her collection. I, I don't think so, but <laughs> she's she's got a ton of them. <laughs> and Quisha I, gave me my first one. <laughs> which which one was that? She gave me this little fella right here. And then she oh, gave me a Deadpool Bob yeah. Ross. And then, <laughs> then she yeah. gave me a she gave me a Mickey one, and then she gave me a Spike Spiegel one, and it sits on it sits on my uh, desk, and uh, I, I just love them. I you do. take them out the box? Do, do you take them all out the box? They're just they're just <laughs> sitting there. They're just sitting there. <laughs> the only one is the Bob Ross. It's it, it's out the box, but everything else is just sitting there because oh, yeah. it's so pretty. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. keep it in the box to like preserve it. Like my girlfriend opens up her Funkos and I it gives me anxiety. I'm like, oh, they're exposed to the elements. Why? Why did you have to take it out the box? Yeah. Um, I just started collecting figurines too, like anime figurines. Um, and also I got I bought my first manga. Um, I'm gonna start reading more manga. It's called the Don Don the Don. I, I don't know know if you heard of that. Hmm, I don't think I have. Uh, it's really dope. It's about uh. Uh, a girl who believes she believes in ghosts and then the boy he believes in aliens and so they're trying to prove each other wrong um which one exists and they end up both being right 
one gets I think uh, if I remember right, one gets I, I just started reading it. One gets possessed by a ghost and the other one gets abducted by an alien. And it's kind of like a, they get uh, that's all I know so far. It's like aliens and ghosts. They're trying to like yeah. prove each other wrong. Um, it's really dope. It's really good. Really good that concept. Sounds like, that sounds like a lot of conversations on the Internet when you start getting into the rabbit hole. Yeah. And then people start, <laughs> yeah, that's what that sounds oh, yeah. like. <laughs> I also, like that. That's cool. also during my free time i love to work out and um i love like eating healthy i'm like a fruit connoisseur i, I love to like find exotic fruits and eat them uh sour sop it's a good one pink pineapple pink guava mango steens all great fruit um yeah and i love to watch marvel movies like i'm really excited for all the upcoming marvel movies yeah, yeah, yeah. How is sour uh sop? Uh, because I just I think I was scrolling through TikTok and somebody was um saying they were trying to taste test it, but I just I don't trust his reviews. So yeah, it's it's really good. It kind of has like a it's kind of like a texture of like a, a little bit softer than an avocado. It's not as like, but it's more citrusy. It kind of has mm-hmm. like a banana strawberry taste to it. It has a ton of seeds oh. in it too. It, it's like, actually, no, it, it wouldn't be the texture of an avocado. Uh, it's kind of like a, the texture of like a. Mm, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like soft on the inside and. Okay. It's very citrusy, very very floral taste. It's very good. Okay. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna have to try it now. That's, now that's the best way stop. I can explain it. They're starting to sell the juice now. Um. I can only find like one store in LA that has that sells the actual fruit. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's like the best cancer fighting fruit. Yeah, I've yeah. never had it either, so I need to try that too. We're going on the hunt. We're going. We're going on the hunt. D. Get a backpack. We're going on the hunt. We're going to make it like an anime theme or something. Put the music. Quisha, put the music in the back. <laughs> You know, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna put this is dedicated to Cedric. And we're just gonna go on a dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna have to go on an adventure because I don't know <laughs> how we're gonna find it over here. <laughs> That's good. Cool. Do you got something? Um, yeah, I did want to talk a little bit about uh, Supercilious. Okay. Um, and um, I I was trying to uh, I found a, a couple of. Of clips of it and uh, the trailer for it, and I just wanted to for anybody that doesn't know, which is you know probably our audience, um, could you tell us a little bit about what it's about? Yeah, um, Supercilious is about a young girl named Belle who um, she leaves negativity behind um, and becomes a successful adult. Uh, so while she's uh, young, she has these friends that every time she does tries to do something positive or something that she likes to do, they make fun of her for it. So kind of like, uh, kind of like how we talked about earlier, like people making fun of me, and mm. I, I know a lot of other kids are, you know, get made fun of if they love to do something or if it's something out of the ordinary or weird or or nerdy or something. Uh, they get made fun of for it if they're different. So she Bell's different. She gets made fun of for it. So, but she keeps going. She has like this dog that's like really like her best friend. Uh, her mom is constantly telling her, encouraging her, because uh, you need that support system. Um, and when she grows up, she she becomes successful. 
she makes a lot of money. And then she comes back to her neighborhood to visit her mother. Those same friends that were making fun of her are like still doing the same thing. They're still, they haven't accomplished anything. And they're just kind of like still, they're kind of embarrassed when they see her. They're like, oh, uh, okay, wow. She really did become successful. And like, like they didn't really um, accomplish anything. So it's kind of like saying like, forget, forget the haters and like all that noise that people were saying, use that as motivation and don't let it get you down. So how, how I, like how it happened was so weird. Like it was 2020 during the pandemic and a friend just that I, a producer friend of mine that I knew for a long time randomly hit me up and said, Hey, you do voice acting. Do you know how to, do you know how to direct? I'm like, uh, I've never directed before, <laughs> but, uh, um, so it was a poem originally um, by um, Aurora Threats. Uh, she's the creator of the idea, um, and she wanted to adapt it into a short cartoon. And so my job was, because uh, there's not a lot of dialogue in it. It's mostly I directed, like, how the story would develop as far as, like, in cart- uh, short cartoon form, like, the progression of the character and how pretty much the overall story direction. Um and, uh, you know, we have Sophia Ruby as uh, doing the voices in there, mm-hmm. Eben um, and George Ohan, who are like, you know, part of the team, producing team. Uh, it's a company, um, a, a, the animation team is in Africa. So it was a collaboration. Oh, wow. And we did yeah. it all. Re- we did it all remote. And we didn't really I didn't really like think, you know, like because you never know what's going to happen when you do these things you know because i've never met any of like other than like george i didn't really know any never met any of them till recently on the team it was all remote and so yeah then it got nominated for a few awards recently at naacp uh image award, image award yeah. yeah congratulations on that too by yeah the way. congratulations thank you um i'm just a very small part of it it's all you know it's all a team effort so yeah um that was crazy I, totally unexpected <laughs> It's amazing what 2020 unleashed. <laughs> like, it is amazing. Oh, yeah. 2020, 2020 uh, I worked on myself so much. Like when we were quarantined, like I did so much meditations and just like self-development, working out. I I kind of used the situation of me being by myself to like make me make me a better person. Um, and mm-hmm. to like, you know, I did shadow work. I did all that stuff. Man, speak um, on that. <laughs> it's uh yeah. Uh I think I did therapy for the first time. Um, yeah, like I really was like, you know, since I'm going to be sitting with myself for a while in quarantine, I might as well become better. So when I when we get out of this uh, quarantine, I'll be like an upgraded version of myself because I one of my past my, my pastor, a recent message, she said is the only competition you have is the lesser version of yourself. Yep. And so. Yeah. Try to upgrade every day, become better, become great. Yes, I've heard that <laughs> somewhere yeah. before. Actually, it was my uh, my sensei, my uh, breaking breakdance teacher, or mm. my breaking teacher, who was always said that he every every competition, every day at practice, he's always competing against the past version of himself. Yeah, only to improve. Oh yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as a Capricorn, I'm always trying to outdo myself. So, 
you know, sometimes it can become a little crazy because I'm a, I'm a perfectionist and I'm like, I sometimes watch my performances and I'm like, oh, I could have did that better. <laughs> I got to like let that go because like once it's out, it's out in the ether forever. And, yeah. you know, that's how good I was back, you know, when I did this. But the next project, I can be be better than my last project. Yeah, because I think that I think for for me personally in 2020, it was just a time, like you said, of reflection and sitting in. Um, doing therapy, doing shadow work. And then I think it was around the time we started, yeah, we started this podcast. We started we this, just, yes. Hey, and, see? And it was, okay. it was weird because it was yeah. just kind of like, okay, I, I had this idea and I brought it to, and I brought it to there and I was like, hey, so like, I got this idea. Um, you just want to do it? You know, it was just kind of like, whatever. And just every, every time we do something, every time we do a podcast, every time we do an interview, it's like, okay, we're going to do that better. We're going to do this better. And, you know, people now are asking me like, or, or asking us like, how, how do you, how do you do this? Or how do you do that? Or what are you using? And I'm just like, bro, a microphone that we got on the low, low, <laughs> some headphones on the low, low, uh, an iPad and you know I, I kind of try to tell people and tell myself it doesn't take much to do something that you want to put out there to share with people um, yeah, and just I'm, constantly trying to get better yeah my version of these events oh, is she came to me with the idea to have a podcast and I was like uh, yeah I got a mic yeah I got a computer yeah I know how to do this stuff when you want to do it we just do it <laughs> <laughs> but he but he really yeah. he really wants to he was like i'll just do like the producing and i'm just like no you have to be on it like now you're a veteran in the game man like look how comfortable you are just chill and laid back and like i think y'all compliment each other very nicely like you seem to be the chill one and a love is like the kind of like the energetic one like, yo, what's good? Yo, yo, hey. Cedric, man, if you only knew. If you only knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exactly the dynamic. <laughs> I'm the person. So, like, my day job, my day job, I work in a lab. I'm, like, a, a, a scientist or whatever. You're a scientist. So, I. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yes, no. you got no. a degree in everything, girl. I do. I have a whole degree in chemistry. Don't ask yes. why. So <laughs> I went. So like I'm the person. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like looking at samples and like stuff that comes out of people's bodies that should probably not come out. But anyway, and so I randomly decided to Naruto run this week. I just want the Naruto run all day. So whenever I so whenever I put myself, I just go. Hey. I'm the I'm the person that says like you tell me. I bet you won't do that in person. Ooh, okay. This happened. Yeah. Everyone needs a everyone needs a friend like you, A Love. I agree. I'm the person. I'm the person you don't have on speakerphone. I, I agree. <laughs> and that's why she's still my friend today. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, like I said, I love. I love your story. I love what you're doing. I'm actually. I'm motivated more just to keep doing my art, doing my craft. Um, yeah. I'm I'm just floored. Thank you so much, for real. No, thank you for um, like I'm I'm glad that I inspired you, and I'm and I hope that actually I I know you're gonna do great things, both of you guys, and Laquisha mm -hmm. too, even though she's not saying anything. 
Um, <laughs> I know because <laughs> look what you guys did together. Like, you know, you have this podcast. You've had a lot of great episodes. You've had guests come on here and you're inspiring people every day. Every Everything that we do is black history. We're always like, you know, inspiring others who maybe want to do the same thing. So thank you because there's not a lot of black podcasts out there. So thank you for using your platform for good. You know, thank you. I do know I have one more question. I don't, I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, of course. Um, what do you, I'm, I'm going to ask this question. Do you think that it is good for anime and just the culture like a video games to be so mainstream and popular now? Because I've noticed that sometimes when things get mainstream and popular, um, it, it gets just bad. Um, and where do you, so where do you see the future with anime and video games and stuff like that? And do you think that it's good that it's becoming more mainstream? I do love the fact that because it's becoming more mainstream that we're it's inspiring like more creators and more stories. I do love that. And mm-hmm. I don't want to gatekeep or anything. You know, I know we've been watching anime before it became popular. So it is cool to see these new fans and like there's a lot of fans that like to dress up as the character. Um, you know, there's more there's more cons than ever now to like meet your favorite voice actors and to be around other people like you. Um, you know, and they're starting to make a lot more live action adaptations of anime. Some good, some not so good. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I really, I really am hoping that um, I'm really looking forward to the One Piece live action. But you know, based off things that happened in the past from other live actions uh, that I won't mention any, because uh, I'm not saying they're bad. Because like every creator that that creates like you know, art is subjective. So. I'm not going to say it's bad. Uh, it's different than what we're used to when we watch the original anime. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And we also yeah. don't know how it's going to turn out yet. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I'm scared because uh, I don't know because I love One Piece so much. But I believe in the team and, I, and you know, hopefully they, they might surprise us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing that anime is becoming more popular because that just means that more people are going to watch it and more people will be touched by a particular performance because now anime has more exposure. Um, it might seem like, you know, something, you know, it could be bad because like, okay, it's becoming popular. We're going to have like weird fans. We're going to have like people who don't appreciate the art. They're going to abuse like the the platform or whatever, but there's good in it too. We have, now we have mm-hmm. more people than ever watching anime and maybe someone who um, like how you found comfort in the titans in uh, relation to the titans someone could watch another anime and that they probably never would have been exposed to um mm-hmm. but now there's like Crunchyroll and Funimation down now together and, you know they have an app that has a bunch of anime at their disposal to like watch anytime they want mm-hmm. they can uh probably get they can get inspired too by an anime so that's the good thing about it yeah and that's what I love about uh that's what I love about anime Oh, sorry. That's what I love about anime. Anime is like, uh, sorry, my phone, my stuff was going to die. But um, <laughs> that's what I love about anime is that um, I always tell people anime is like a, is a um, genre within a genre, you know, and I feel like there's something for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's, it reaches all types of ranges. Like uh, my grandmother watches anime. Really? What anime does your grandma watch? 
She watched that she watched Berserk. Berserk. You didn't tell me that. Mm. Was she watching she Castlevania watched, too? And she watched Castlevania. Oh wow. Um and she watched great. Uh, she watched she watched Demon Slayer. Yeah. yeah. Uh she watched a little bit of Attack on Titan and she loved Afro Samurai. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> um my grandmother's not the typical grandmother. Uh she's she's a little bit of a I think she was a blurred before blurred was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> she she's the person that says, "Oh yeah, I remember when the Star Wars came out." <laughs> oh, funny. you were there, huh? You were there when Star Wars and Jesus came. All right, cool. That's so. funny. <laughs> my my grandma recently yeah. got into anime too because my my uh, little cousin who's uh, I think she's fourteen, thirteen or fourteen. She's a huge mm-hmm. nerd. Like she draws her own like manga like anime characters and she recently like um was showing my grandmother miyazaki movies Um, wow really my grandmother loves it and my grandmother is a southern black woman who all she she goes to church all the time (laughs) and she didn't know anything about anime so thank you to my to my cousin for uh (laughs) grandmother to anime shout out to centers cousins shout out to y'all grandmas too (laughs) Put the grandma on the anime immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, that's that's all I got. Do you got anything? Well, um, I was gonna give our our guests uh first run through for the closing. Did you have any final words for our audience, Cedric? Um, I do this for you guys. I do this for the culture. I do this to entertain you. I do this. I'm a servant to you guys to make you laugh, make you cry. Um, Every performance I do, I put all my heart and soul into it. So just know that. And hopefully uh, in the future, when I get that main character, it could be like a Goku or a Naruto or a Luffy or a Deku, and it will inspire you. Hopefully the characters I've done so far have inspired you. And the other people, shout out to my colleagues, Zeno Robinson, Anaris Quinones, uh, Bill Butts, uh, Tiana Camacho, Danny Chambers, Gabe Kunda, um, Mark Allen Jr., um, okay. uh, AJ Beckles. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get everybody in here. Um, <laughs> That are doing anime right now. Uh, <laughs> Kimberly, Kimberly Ann Campbell. Uh, um, just, if I forget anybody, I'm sorry. I love you guys. And shout out to the OGs like like uh, Phil Lamar, Chris Summer, um, OG Banks, who's my personal mentor. Um, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh yeah. Uh, Kimberly Brooks, uh, Deborah Wilson, who I love so much. Ooh, Deborah Wilson. I love her so much. Um, Kari Payton. Yes. Uh, uh, Keith David. Keith yeah. Ferguson. Yeah. Um, Bo Billingsley, mm-hmm. um, who was like, I think the first like black anime voice actor that, as far as I know. Um, so shout out to him. Um, did I forget anybody? Oh, Laura Stahl, Rebecca Thomas. Wow. Um, let's see. Is that everybody? <laughs> Okay, if I forgot your name, I'm sorry. Like, um, I'm on the spot here, but I wanted to acknowledge everybody that's doing their thing right now in anime and cartoons. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for inspiring our people. And let's continue to do great things and tell great stories because everything we do is Black history and we are constantly, like, 
you know, creating magic. So thank you guys. And thank you for uh, this wonderful team, for what you guys are doing for the culture and giving us a platform to tell our stories. Thank we gotta you, get, we gotta get more we gotta get more people. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get more people, my homie. Yeah. Who, who, who do y'all want? Who, who do y'all want? Man, shout out to um <laughs> Pookie and them down the street. <laughs> and, um, it, uh we gotta get more people. We gotta get us we gotta get us we, we gonna get us a team, B. We gonna get us a team. We gonna shout out everybody. <laughs> but right now, shout out, listen, shout out to, to to shout out to Allah. Shout out to everybody who supports us. Um, shout out to the lady at McDonald's today for giving me extra fries. Even though I didn't need it, God will bless you. God's going to bless you because I said so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wait. I got I to gotta do one more voiceover uh, shout out. Oh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Thelwell. Him as well. He's great. Like, he's been doing a lot of, like, main characters at, at Crunchyroll. So, shout out to him as well. I almost awesome. forgot. But, yes, he's doing great things. So, awesome. uh, yeah. See? Hopefully, I didn't forget anybody if y'all Beautiful. are watching this. So. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any shout outs. I'll do my shout outs later. <laughs> forget the shout outs. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Well, I that's did want to say. Thank y'all so much, everyone in the audience, for listening. Thank you, Cedric, so much for joining us, talking to us, chopping Thank it you. up with us. We appreciate it. And just also kind of figuring out where your roots lie. We're we just so close, man. <laughs> the connection's yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So everybody, hit us up on our social media for questions, comments, anything you want to talk about. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Donations. Yeah, donations too. We'll take those. It's, in, it's, in, it's income tax season. I know y'all got money because I've seen tags everywhere. I've seen new weave everywhere too. But thank y'all so much for listening. Peace. 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 <laughs>